Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Rose Romandi from Perfected by Blood Ministries and today I'm going to share with you about the second stage of spiritual growth that I personally experienced my, in my life. And this stage, uh, you know, happened, um, you know, I was in this stage of spiritual growth for some times until, you know, the Lord started teaching me and taking me to the basically one step closer into that wisdom that we do require. The thing is, when we have the truth, when we know the truth, and all of a sudden your eyes are open, and the the immediate challenge, usually, which is like most of the time, the immediate challenge that you experience is your uh, interaction and your, you know, living with the people that are around you. And to be honest with you, there are times that, you know, your own thoughts and your own beliefs become that a struggle for you, but then you hear the truth and then you all of a sudden, your eyes are open and you know what uh, the truth is. And this battle probably goes inside of you and the long story short, you overcome that unbelief inside of you. So you get excited and now you want to live this thing out. But then you are faced with the people you love and they're around you and they don't believe what you just believed. They don't, they don't have that knowledge or understanding and the truth of it. And I found that challenging in the beginning of my life that, um, you know, you still want to love them in the midst of knowing that they don't know uh, the the truth that you know. And on the other hand, the most challenging part is not only they don't know it, they think they know it and they want to prove to you that you are wrong. And then you, they don't have the ears that hear from the spirit. And that becomes really a challenging um, part of our story when we're dealing with people that they are around us. But the thing is, over time, I realized that, you know, that when, when you start growing in truth, you must grow in love also. If you grow in truth and you don't grow in love, that's going to be really hard. We get really, uh, you know, it's going to be hard really dealing with everyone. But the moment you put love as a more, um, uh, you know, if when you uh, put love higher uh, than uh, the truth, then you realize then things become easier. So that's why usually what happens is when the truth is revealed to us, we, we, we haven't really grown and matured in the love that is in that truth. And, and the love in the truth has two different, um, you know, direction or two different sides. One side is the love that you receive from God and the love that you give to him. But the another part of this, you know, side is that the love that we give and receive with the people that are around us. And if we don't prioritize love over the truth, we will be the judgmental people that are always pointing to the wrong uh, beliefs of other people rather than be the loving people that always show people love because we have received so much of it that we can freely give it away 
to someone and during this process of giving love and showing love to people we trust the giver of all love will give them life and will give them the understanding and bring that revelation of the truth into their lives sometimes ago the lord spoke to me uh, and told me you know you are um let me just share the story maybe this way i was driving to work and what what was happening is like i'm like oh my gosh i have to go and deal with almost every single person that is around me they are uh, non-christians or even if they are christians they're not yet into that you know understanding of the revelation of who jesus christ is and and i'm sitting at home and all these amazing things are opening up for me and then i'm like okay i gotta go to work and i can't talk to them because they don't want to hear and i don't want to listen to them <laughs> because all this stuff they are talking it's not a spiritual and it's not according to faith it's so carnal and i don't know what to do now okay and that brings us to the second stage of this spiritual growth that i'm talking to you today but let me tell you what the lord said before we dive into that concept so i'm driving to work and i'm like oh how can i do this i can't go to work lord and all of a sudden in that moment the lord spoke to me honestly the lord spoke to me a lot every time i was going to work during that 20 minutes of driving so the lord spoke to me and said it's about love it's not your it's not um you just love them and let me change them let me bring that conviction into their hearts you just uh, put jesus glasses on basically put that jesus glasses on and see everyone through the blood of jesus christ let me just put something in the bracket for you that was a blessing for me when the lord revealed that to me do you know the uh, the uh, chapter in hebrews hebrews chapter 11 there are the names of people that are mentioned in chapter 11. So we have Moses and we have like starting from, you know, um, uh, Enoch and Abel and Enoch and Noah and Moses. And we have Abraham, all those amazing people that are mentioned in the Old Testament. And what happened is like if you read Hebrews chapter 11, you, you see that they are being praised by the act of faith that once they had in a period of their life. If you look at the life of Abraham, it wasn't that Abraham stepped into the faith and he lived all his moments of life in faith. No, in fact, if you look at his life and you do the study in the life of Abraham, you see that God uh, told Abraham to uh, get out of his, you know, family and, you know, come out of his family uh, in chapter, I think it's chapter 12 of Genesis. And by the time he got to chapter 11, sorry, chapter 15, he believed. And that right there shows that he went through this a journey of unbelief ups and downs and then he went to Hagar and fleshly and all those things but eventually there was a time that he, it hit him and he believed him and you see he even you study his life he see that he lied how many times you know and all he did some carnality in his life but when when you come to the new testament you see that it's not mentioned none of abraham's failures are mentioned in hebrews chapter 11 instead he's like being praised by a man who believed by a man of faith his faith is now the focus of the whole thing that is happening in his whole life even though he believed it maybe like in a portion of his own his whole life 
And what does this show us? It shows us that the New Testament looks at the people through the, through the work of the blood, through the washing away of the sin and carnality through the blood of Jesus Christ. So the New Testament is, it is the ministration of the Spirit, and the Spirit deals with you and me and everyone around us, not, because, not through, the, uh, through their lack of misunderstanding of who they are, but through the redemption and the forgiveness that is in Jesus Christ. So basically, uh, Hebrews chapter 11 tells us that God says, the day is coming, that I will write my laws into their heart and into their mind, and I will write it and that day will come that no one will teach the, no one will teach someone else to say know the lord because all will know them and then it says it's so powerful honestly so powerful and then it says their sins and lawlessness or lawless deeds i will remember no more it's not that god remembers the sin and he doesn't like bring it up when he's dealing with you it's like God pushed that delete button or something there. He doesn't remember it. And we know God doesn't have, you know, like a mental problem to forget stuff, right? But what is it saying? It's like you've never done it. Let, let's just put it this way. It's like you've, when the blood of Jesus Christ comes to the picture and it's washing you, whatever that stain of sin from your conscience, it's like you have never been dirty before. It's like, hallelujah. It's like you have never done it. You're that virgin. You know, you go to the book of Revelation, the bride is mentioned as a virgin. And the interesting part is a few chapters before that, this bride that is mentioned as virgin, it's in Babylon committing harlotry with uh, the, the doctrine of Babylon. And then later on, the bride is virgin. In the life that we are living, this is some kind of impossible but that shows the redemption that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. That when he redeems you, it's like it hasn't happened to you. It hasn't, you know, been affecting you. It hasn't, it wasn't you because that was someone else. That was the old man. That is the redemption in Jesus Christ. Their sins and lawlessness, I remember no more. Why? Because you don't, there is no memory of who you are. And that brings us to the subject of new man, all these amazing things, which we will be talking about it in this channel more. But now coming back to our second stage of a spiritual growth here. Therefore, when I was driving that day to work, then the Lord told me that, uh, you know, it's just put that Jesus glass, look into everyone through that redemption that is in Jesus Christ, through who Jesus sees them that they are and not through what they think they are. And these two are so different. We see usually, we see people from the, from the way that they, they say and they believe who they are, not from what we believe who Jesus sees them as they are. 
Like just let me just put you an example here. You see a Muslim woman, for example, putting a scarf or like a covering of the head, you immediately see her as a Muslim. But that Muslim identity is an identity that she has taken upon herself by a belief that she has in her religion that she has to cover her head and that becomes a sign for everyone that she's a Muslim woman. And we immediately see her as a Muslim woman. But now it's time to change that and gear and focus and start seeing everyone beyond the veil of the flesh and start seeing them through the eyes of Jesus Christ, who Jesus Christ is, uh, uh, who Jesus, how, sorry, how Jesus Christ see this person, who this person is in the eyes of Jesus Christ. So now that day when I was driving and I was like, the Lord started telling me all these things and that's why he said, you know what? It's, it's that uh, love that you have to prioritize over the truth. If, if, because if you don't do it, then truth becomes so important. And then, um, it, then it's hard to handle the people around you. Then you become judgmental. You're going to point finger at them because love is not in the picture. And you don't consider love when you're in communication with someone else. Now, when I had this, you know, I went through this journey of spiritual growth. And the moment I changed the gear and I started seeing, you know, through the eyes of love and Jesus, things became really easier for me to, uh, you know, to really be around people because now I'm not really, I wasn't really focused on, oh my gosh, they don't believe these things and I don't know what to do in their presence. It wasn't that anymore for me. I was like, oh my goodness, how amazing they are. And Jesus loves them and who they are. And I kind of forgot about, you know, who they are not. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was, my focus was mostly on who they are. But here's the thing. Um, you know, in, in the first stage of a spiritual growth, you have the truth, but you are not mature yet because love hasn't been perfected inside of you. As the result, you start going and sharing and amazing things to everyone, which is good. But the childish behavior, it will kick in and you, and you find yourself sometime, sometimes correcting people. That was the first stage that I shared with you in the previous episode. But then I realized in my journey that I was like, okay, now I am around these people or these people that are around, like, are in my life. And I could change that. I, I know the truth, first of all. And then I started prioritizing love over the truth when I was around people and seeing them through the eyes of love, even though I was seeing how, you know, they are you know, still not still in the darkness of their understanding. But then I realized, okay, their ears are closed and they are not listening to me. And even though if I open my mouth and talk, they are not listening to me. And Masood and I, we talked about it over and over, over the years, like, all right, how are we, like, I know the truth and I go around these people, like my family, my family members, my friends, church members, you know, all these things, these people basically, and I have this truth, truth that I know, but every time I talk about it, they are either rejecting, not receiving, or sometimes they even go further and telling me that I'm wrong. So what am I supposed to do? And Masood said, you know, we have to discern who has an ear to hear. 
And if we can discern who has an ear to hear, then we know that we can talk to this person, right? And if they don't have an ear to hear, no matter how you shout and how much you shout and you tell the truth, it makes things worse. worse. So we, uh, we have to, um, you know, discern who has the ear to hear. And that's not an easy, that's not an easy path, right? Basically in the beginning. And then we are like, okay, let's do this. Let's just talk about Jesus whenever you, we realize that there is an ear to hear. And of course, you get everywhere, you eventually will find someone that has an ear to hear, and then you share, that's amazing. But the problem is uh, hanging out with those people that they still don't, uh, don't have the ear to hear. So we changed our focus to love, and then we started like continuing our relationships with our family members, with friends, or anyone that is in around us that don't have the ear to hear what we have to say. And then we are like, Masood and I, we were talking over and over and we are like, you know what? And the problem that I had is I was like, okay, you know, I don't want to sit there and, uh, you know, going through all the stuff that they are saying and um, have that, you know, and listening and soaking up and listening to all those things. Because after sometimes I noticed that the, those, you know, beliefs or the knowledge of good and evil that they believed started sneaking in and it started, it started to change me. And when I noticed that, I was like, oh my gosh, no, I know the truth and I'm shaping my life around the truth and how and what can I now do? Okay, so now we are in this stage, we are this stage of maturity that, okay, now I'm, I'm just going to love them, I'm going to listen to them. And then the next thing that I realized that this, like, I, don't, I can't sit on this knowledge of good and evil all the time as they're talking and then I don't say anything. And, uh, and then I noticed, oh my goodness, it started to sneaking in and it started changing my belief as well. Okay, and then I'm like, okay, now what am I supposed to do? I hopefully some of you are understanding this, you know, what I'm talking about. And maybe you have been in this journey as well. And then we are like, okay, so maybe we are supposed to. And after sometimes I was like, okay, maybe in this journey, every time I hear that uh, somebody's, you know, like going through that, um, you know, talking about all these things that is contrary to what I believe through the blood of Jesus Christ, then maybe what I can do is I can change the conversation. I can um, wrap the things around and, you know, change the conversation. And let me tell you, that's just the second stage of spiritual growth. Um, changing the conversation sometimes was great. It worked. And most of the time it leaded to Jesus and sharing about Jesus. And sometimes it didn't work. And then I'm like, if you're sitting and through this time, we realize that the Lord, through every this stage, the Lord is teaching us to grow and mature in love. And now, but that's not the end of the story. Because then, now that I'm listening, sometimes it works when I change the conversation, but sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't work. And, if, and then it's changing me. So now, what am I supposed to do? Which will bring us to the third stage of a spiritual growth that we experience. And I will be sharing with you in the next episode. But now for today, 
that what I wanted to share here is that you may find yourself that, okay, you tried it, you talked to people, they didn't listen, and then you grew quiet around them. And then you find yourself that, you know, they're like sharing uh, all those knowledge of good and evil and drawing you back like a magnet into their world again, and you don't want to go. And now you're like, no, that's, that's, it must be another way of um, living and like the way that Jesus lived, that I don't believe that Jesus were, were around people that he was frustrated. No, he wasn't. And he wasn't being influenced by the carnality of all those people around him. At the same time, he was there and not only would show them love and healing and restoration, but there was time also he was teaching them. Not only he, he wasn't being influenced by people, he was making an influence on the life of the other people, life, on the life of those people. And now the question is, how am I supposed to live this life? How am I supposed to live like the way that he lived, that he was the truth, the word of God that became flesh in the fullness of it. And now I'm not, I'm, I'm still discovering this truth and knowing of who I am. And he already knew, knew who he is. And that's why he could live differently. And again, Jesus is our model of, you know, mimicking him as we live this life. If this is the right word to use, at least in the beginning, we can mimic the way that he lived and learning that how we are supposed to live in this life. But, but the second stage of a spiritual growth is the beginning of acknowledging love and knowing love and prioritizing love over the truth and embracing people of who they are and in, in the eyes of Christ and not who they think they are through their own beliefs. But the moment you step into it, but you haven't really, we are not uh, in this stage of maturity, you're not, you know, fully mature in love. That's why you find yourself struggling and sometimes even feeling that you are being influenced by those people, those knowledge and being pulled back to this carnality while you want to stay in the truth. And now when I faced that, I was like, what am I supposed to do now? Lord, help, <laughs> you know? And then that brings us to the third uh, stage of growth that I experienced in my life. And I will share that with you in the next episode. Bless you guys. I'll talk to you soon.